0: Log Talk Radio.
1: everybody, welcome to another edition of Sportsman Legend, along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Mo. What's up, Mac? What's going on?
2: Hey, man. How's it going?
1: Man? I'm doing good, man. You know, pumped to be on this show, as always, with you. Yeah, pumped to be on, as usual. And I'm, I'm also equally happy to be on with you all, ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of Sportsman Legend where we talk sports, entertainment, and everything else. You know the deal. Um, we're going to talk to you about all the latest stuff going on in the world of sports and entertainment. You know, we're going to talk about, um, as you can see with the, the theme here, we're going to preview our thoughts on the latest um, season of Cobra Kai, which is the fifth season, and we'll give you our thoughts on this season and how it stacks up with the the previous four seasons. We'll also talk about uh what's going on in um, the, um you know, wrestling with the AEW Grand Slam events that they've had uh, on Rampage and Dynamite, you know, at the uh, Archer uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium, um, you know, in uh in Queens. We'll also, you know, let you know what happened in Raw and SmackDown, give you our thoughts on that. Um and um and of course, uh the 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 current state of you know the Mets the Knicks I mean r- rather the Mets the Jets the Giants um the Yankees and of course unfortunately talk about uh the latest story uh surrounding uh the Celtics coach um you know behind behind the scenes uh we'll we'll also tackle that as well but uh, most importantly um you know you you guys know the number and that number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. We would love to hear from you. Uh, with that said, um, yeah, I guess, um, you know, before we dive into the Cobra Kai, I guess we, we got to talk about, you know, the elephant in the room um, that's been um, – in the world of sports lately and unfortunately that's uh um you know the story surrounding the the celtic head coach uh you know udoka um yeah I, i'll be honest with you i don't know the the whole story um but from what i've heard you know surrounding you know in Yudoka udoka was basically you know um he unfortunately was, you know, unfaithful with his wife, uh, you know, actress Nia Long, who's been in, I mean, so many countless shows like *Fresh Prince of Bel and, you know, other films, you know, you know, over the decades, the span of her her, um, you know, her illustrious career. But, um, yeah. Now, as a result of uh, Yudoka's... um, you know, um, unfaithfulness. Now he's, as of right now, he's suspended um, for the entire um, NBA, uh, upcoming NBA season. And uh, apparently he was, um, apparently had an, you know, an affair with somebody who, you know, a, a, somebody who worked within the organization. And um, yeah, it's just a horrible situation. I mean, you know, he sh- he should have known better, you know, not to not to put himself in that situation. I mean, I I mean, there's literally nothing more I could say. I mean, he he should have never, you know, did what he did. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on this whole thing?
2: Um, so I've been following this story closely. Um, <clears throat> so uh, allegedly he had an affair with a female staffer
0: mm-hmm. who is
2: now reported to be the travel planner for the team. And this travel planner also planned Nia- Naya Long's flights as well mm-hmm. um, to see um, um this affair went on for who knows how long
0: mm-hmm.
2: um but it's being reported now that they had a fling for a while and then they ended the fling but aduka was still sending inappropriate messages um towards the female staffer and made inappropriate comments towards her as well and that led her to reporting him to the front office. And then that's when the Celtics organization um, began a year-long investigation. This uh, this was not a recent investigation. This has been going on for a while now, even looking into this. And they pretty much found evidence that he acted inappropriately. He violated organization, uh, organizational uh, policies and because of that they suspended him for a year, which some people think it's harsh. Um, but you know, it's it's in the rule book, you know, you gotta you can't harass it sounds like he was harassing her. I mean, I don't think they suspended him just for having a consensual yeah. relationship with a woman. I mean then a lot of, a lot of you, know, there, yeah. be, you know there'd be no
1: there'd be practically probably nobody playing the NBA. Right. Um, right. As bad as that sounds so there's
2: more to this story, but it sounds like he was harassing her after they they ended their fling, and that's pretty much why the Celtics suspended him. Um, so, and, you know, Nia Long is the victim in all of this. Well, the female staffer, if she was being harassed, she's the victim also, but, I mean, uh, the other victim is, of course, his wife, who he cheated on, and one of the most... You know, beloved Hollywood actresses out there, Oh yeah, Nia sure. Long, who uh, shares a son with him, and mm-hmm. now she has to, you know, face the public, and uh, she's—it's embarrassed It's embarrassing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's completely embarrassing to her. But uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole story is a mess. It's—it's it's one big mess right now.
1: Yeah, apparently, like you said, they have a son, and apparently, they've been engaged since 2015, and uh, with this. With this bombshell, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee them ever tying the not, if they even, yeah. if she even plans on, you know, staying with him after yeah. this, you know, act of betrayal.
2: Uh, who knows? You know, we've seen crazier things, so you never know. But yeah, yeah, right now it's uh, not looking good for him. So
1: yeah, he, I mean, I he think. still, he still could get fired.
2: Well, there's a, there are reports that he, you know, he might even resign. So. You know, yeah, we'll see.
1: I mean, it, it it's not worth it, man. Whatever he he thought he got got out of it. I mean, it, it you know it's 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 never worth it, man. It's like all these shows, like you know, all those talk shows from back in the days, like I don't know, Maury, Jerry Springer, all those type of shows where you know the guy tries to you know who does you know you know cheats on his wife and then end up being with someone who's worse than his wife and then he tries to go back with his wife. And it's like, you know, he gets to the point of no return and you know, people don't learn. It's just, you know, a lot of people, they just get tempted and they just Mm -hmm. blow. It's like, it's like they feel like they're in in Las Vegas or something like there. They put all this in and they, they think they're going to get a high risk, high reward and they end up with nothing.
0: Mhm.
1: Yep. It's a, it's it's a stupid gamble to do. You know, I mean, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Up. He. I mean, he ruined everything. You know, his 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 career, his relationship, uh, his she career, his wife.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, even if she did go back to him, it's you know, which I strongly doubt. It's it, the relationship was never going to be the same because, you know, that trust barrier was broken. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're just going to, you know, see what happens, you know. I I just feel bad, you know, for me, you know, in this situation. Yeah. And, you know, the kids, you know, his kids and, you know, the kids they share together, you know. You know, who knows that they could be bullied as a result of this. I mean, especially the youngest one. I mean, hopefully that's not the case, but it's just a messed up situation. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, uh yeah, let's uh shift gears. we will definitely keep you you all posted um as we go on. Um, yeah, let's 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 um let's let's um move on to the to the Jets. And um man, what what a game that was uh, Saturday uh, I should say Sunday. Sunday afternoon man. Uh they were they were trailing they were trailing by um by like uh, what 13, 13, thirteen points with less than two minutes to go and uh you know they pulled off a, a miraculous comeback to even up the series. Um you know they, they scored fourteen unanswered um uh points on the road. Uh, in Cleveland against the um the Browns and now the, the um you know the Jets are gonna try to um build upon this victory and uh host the, the um the Bengals. And um yeah man it, it it's uh I'd say it's definitely the signature win of um you know Salah's uh brief brief uh career with the with the Jets and hopefully they could, you know, build upon it. Um yeah, what, yep. what's your thoughts on it? They're one and one as we speak and they're gonna be hosting the O and two Bengals.
2: Yeah. Um, who uh went to the Super Bowl last year.
1: all right So far they look like they're having the you know, the Super Bowl loser um um jinx right now, starting off one and two. So yeah. we shall see if uh Burrow can bounce back um after he's been sacked 13 times in this these first two um two games. So um at this rate he might he might if he keeps this up he might get uh, he might break uh, David Carr's record um with 76 sacks uh literally 20 years ago, which uh obviously that's one record he doesn't want to break similar to the Mets uh hit-by-pitch record, which they did break a few days ago. But we'll talk a little bit more about the Mets uh, uh, in a few minutes. But, yeah, what's, what's your thoughts on uh, the Jets so far this year and this upcoming series with the Bengals?
0: Uh, well,
2: it's still too early to tell. I mean, they, uh, mm-hmm. that was a very good win last last week. But it's uh, too, too early to tell. You know, um, Flacco has uh, played decent, but you mm-hmm. have now, um, you know, the – you you have now um what's the quarterback's name that's coming back? Um, I'm forgetting his name. Zach Wilson. He's coming back. So, um I, I don't know what you're gonna do with Flacco, you know, um but you know it was a good win. I mean you got some young guys on this team now that are emerging. Garrett Wilson is looking good at the wide receiver position. Michael Carter, um Brees Hall, the rookie. You know, so uh, just have some young talent. And we'll have to see how this young talent fares as the season goes on, but um, and the defense has to play better. The defense does not look mm-hmm. sharp, so uh, def- that Jets defense might be an issue, uh, you know, during the season. And we'll we'll see how they do, uh, you know, tomorrow against the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals are hungry, you know, they're zero and two, so they're looking for they're desperate for a win, and you know, when their offense is going, you know, it's one of the best in the league. So we'll see how uh, the Jets can stop the Bengals tomorrow. But um, but you know, right now it's too early to tell. You know how the Jets are going to do this this year. We still have to wait and see. Do you
1: know how how the Jets can avoid the Bengals? How Sore. Bengals <laughs> can't
2: fly. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: they're gonna need, They're gonna need that. They're gonna need another performance by you know Flacco um, leading the charge and the young rookies, um, you know, living up to their potential for them to, um, build, yeah. a, you know, extend this to a two-game winning streak, especially at home.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it should be a very good game. Hopefully Jets can pull it out, but it's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, definitely will be. But uh, shifting gears to your boys, uh, the Giants, you're gonna have a big game Monday night against, uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys at MetLife Stadium.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be a very good game. I mean, the Giants, they're two and mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, they've had two back to back games where, you know, they've uh, pretty much uh, they pretty much have upset wins. I would say, you know, they had mm-hmm. an upset win that first week against the Titans. I think they had up to win last week against the Panthers because the Panthers probably may have been favorite to win that game. But um, defense has been re- looking real good. Saquon Barkley has been looking like the Saquon Barkley that we saw in the in his first two seasons.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, yeah, you know I'm liking how the Giants are playing right now. You know, they have a lot of momentum in their way, and right now the Cowboys are a bit banged up. Uh, they lost Dak Prescott for a number of games. Um, Cowboys' uh, offense looks a little shaky, as well as their defense. So I think the Giants can pull out this win on Monday night. Mm-hmm. You know, they could. I think they could do it. They're going to be at home as well. You know, they might. They might be three and zero after mm-hmm. Monday night. You know, we shall see. It'll be a good game,
1: as the uh, yeah. Cowboy and
2: Giant games are usually. Mhm.
1: And they got to contain uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and you know, hope uh, that they could. Um they won't get a career game out of uh you know the backup quarterback Cooper Rush who helped the um the the Cowboys beat the the Cincinnati Bengals who, who are of course facing uh you know the Jets uh tomorrow. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. hey we'll see. Hopefully um both New York teams can win consecutive games on consecutive days.
2: Yeah. We'll,
1: we'll definitely find out um, come Monday. You know, with your um, your guys playing that you know marquee matchup on Monday.
0: Yeah, it's
2: gonna be a big game. Mhm. You know, if we beat the Cowboys three zero, we set them back one and two. I think getting off to a three zero start would be great for us. Mm-hmm. Be really good.
1: It definitely would. And it will definitely erase the the bad taste of your you, you know your guys' mouth from that that old regime that you you guys had for the past couple of
2: years. Yeah, yeah. Well, so far so good. You know, we've mm-hmm. been uh, more aggressive this year. I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, shifting gears. Um, um, the your boys, the the Yankees, your other boys, the Yankees. Um. Yeah, they've been playing a, a lot better lately. You know, they've been waking up uh from, you know, facing the Red Sox and of course um judges um you know, pace of um, you know, trying to catch um, you know, the Roger Maris some um, AL record, which of course he did with the Yankees, of course. And then of course he he uh um, you know, he um You know, he. I think he tied what Babe Ruth recently. I don't think he hit for sixty home runs. Yeah, he hasn't uh, hit a home run since then. So, you know, he's just basically on Yankee rarefied air. You know, hitting, tying sixty. You know, with Babe, a record that um, stood the test of time for for extremely long time. Um, You know, until uh, you know Maris, Maris hit the. um, You know, him and uh, Mantle were were on that um home run chase in 61 and um and then of course you know in the National League side of it the overall home run record was um was of course you know Sosa and, Sosa and uh, Maguire that 98 season and then they got a when M- um Maguire had that record and of course now uh Barry Bonds has the overall record you know, with uh, 73. So, um, yeah, 73 is, is... I know as, as shocking as how um, Judge has been doing uh, this uh, this year, I think 73 is a little too much...
2: Is a little out of reach, but... Yeah, there's uh, not many games left for him to hit 73. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a possibility where he gets maybe 65. Yeah, uh,
1: that seems realistic. Uh, he's him. at
2: 60 right now. I mean, the pitcher's... Mm-hmm. He hasn't uh, seen a lot of good pitches to hit um, mm-hmm. since he hit 60 homers, and they've been walking him a lot too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so right now uh, it's a bit tough for him to get to break that record. Hopefully he does it in the next game or so mm-hmm. where we could see him uh, break that record. Um, but, yeah, uh, the last several games he hasn't had the opportunities because mm-hmm. he's been walked or not getting uh, the pitches that he wants. So
0: mm-hmm. no,
2: we'll see. You see, once he does break the record, I think it'll be a it'll be a great moment. Whoever catches that ball will sure enough be a millionaire.
0: If they don't give you.
2: it back to the, I'm I wouldn't you know if I caught the ball, I'm keeping that ball. I'm not giving it to the Yankees. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm gonna sell that, or actually I'm gonna negotiate with the Yankees organization to give me a million dollars. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm sorry. I mean, wouldn't you? If you caught a, if you caught that home run home run. Uh, uh, record ball what would you do with it
1: well yeah i mean as much as i'd love to you know do the normal thing and give it back but i think i think i'd have to hold on to it i mean that's yeah a, i mean that's yeah a, you know that's a, what you would call it you know i would you know i'd hold on to it and see you know if he could be reasonable and and, and give me a good deal you know if not then i'll you know i'll just have to hold on to it and decide what i'm going to do with it next if that was yeah. the case
2: uh, yeah, it's uh you know right now it's it's good for baseball, you know very good for baseball. What what he's doing and also what Pujols just did. Pujols hit oh, seven hundred yeah. home run, seeing right. him with the Cardinals mm-hmm. again and he set that record. So congrats. Yeah,
1: congrats to him.
2: One of you the know, greatest hitters in baseball.
1: Hopefully that's that's the only greatest thing he does this whole year. You know this 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 year. You know because I hope him and him and Wright and um, and Molina um, don't have a don't have their third ring, you know, where they try, they go out with a bang, you know,
0: and you <laughs> know
1: Mets will be the casualty, and possibly even the Yankees could be a casualty of of them winning their third title yeah. together in their you know their swan song. But yeah, congrats to him. You know, seven hundred career home runs. He, he he definitely seems rejuvenated back um, in uh in, in St. Louis, where he he always belonged. You know.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's
1: sad to see him. You know, you know as a baseball fan. I mean, as a as a Mets fan, I mean, you know him going to to you know Anaheim. I mean, I wasn't crying over it, but purely as a baseball fan, you know, you know when you have a a legendary guy like that, you know you got to you got, you know, you got to stay with your team, you know, and that's what the Yankees got to do with, uh, with Judge. Cause Barry Bonds looks like he wants to lure, um, Aaron Judge over there, you know, because, uh, Judge grew up, a, uh, you know, a Giants fan, you know, in the Bay area and, uh, Barry Bonds was his favorite player. So, yeah. Um, so basically, uh, the the Yankees they 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 got to do what the Yankees usually do and pay the pay the guy his money, you know. Yeah, and it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna cost him.
2: He's pretty much carried us, you know, throughout mm-hmm. this uh, you know, throughout this year. If not for oh, yeah. him, you know, I don't know where we would be. But, uh,
0: mm-hmm. I mean,
2: overall, the Yankees have been playing really good baseball lately. You know, a fourteen and mm-hmm. four in our last eighteen games. We've now won six in a row after beating Red Sox today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're getting out at the right time. And we're getting some guys back, also. So, um, I like the, I like the direction the Yankees are going, heading into the postseason right now. This is the perfect time to get hot, and uh, they're playing good baseball right now. So hopefully they can keep it up.
1: Yeah, we will definitely see you very soon.
0: Mhm.
2: And uh,
1: shifting gears with the Mets, the Mets are, you know, in a a much tougher race right now. Uh, as we speak, they are um they have a game and a half lead on the Braves. Uh, you know, the, the Mets was on a six game winning streak, um recently. The Braves they just ca- the Braves um snapped a what, a three game losing streak, which made them fall to uh two and a half games behind the Mets. So, um, you know, Mets, you know, they um they won what, three out of against the Pirates to write their sh- write their ship back uh, Friday night, uh, which was yesterday. Uh, the Mets just clobbered the A's with a bunch of former A's players. Uh, Bassett, you know, he got the victory against his former uh, squad. Canna um, as well. Um, Escobar hit a um, grand slam, his first career grand slam. Um, I think. Maybe Alonzo might have homered yesterday. I'm not, I think I'm not sure, but for sure he definitely did hit his 38th home run this year. They went out to a great lead in the first inning. They had uh, Lindor hit a sack fly for his his first time in his career, hitting um, ha- having a, knocking 100 RBIs. So congrats to him. Then Pete Alonzo in that same inning hit uh, a a two run home run, which was his 38th. Um, 38th home run of his uh, of the season and most importantly he's one RBI shy of tying the record set by Piazza and David Wright with 124 RBIs um but that was the only highlight of the game the day because well that was one of the main highlights of the day because um man once that bottom first happened, man, it was just a it was it was a nightmare, you know. The um, ground didn't look like his 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 old self. Um, I think he struck out the first person, and then afterwards, then uh, you know, Gary Cohen and Ron Darling was mentioning that Angel Hernandez was there, and then once I saw that, heard that, I was like, oh no. <laughs> so. Then sure enough, he he walked back-to-back batters. I mean, walking one person, the ground walking one person is 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 history enough. Walking back-to-back guys is, is like it was a warning sign. And then afterwards, he gave up like this. What, um, what was it? A, a a two-run a two-run double. Um, because mcneil he 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 um he was going for the ball and he slipped, and the ball went over his head had he would have just stood there um he would have um he would have caught that ball um but yeah, that was the beginning of the end then you know right after that he was arguing with um with angel hernandez because angel hernandez had some pitches uh that clearly should have been strikes but he didn't call it. That normally our call strike he didn't call it. And uh, you know, DeGrom was talking to him about the, the you know, the pitch selections, you know, the the missed strikes and uh, you know, he was asking for the ball back and then the Angel Hernandez like menacingly threw the ball right back at him, which DeGrom, you know you know, got the ball and he you know, he just Proceeded to give up what uh, two more runs which snapped his um, What the MLB record and his own personal record of 40 Consecutive games where he allowed 30 runs or less. I mean three runs or less per game and You know, it was just it was just a disaster disaster um, per- Performance the Mets was able to to tie the game back briefly when Mark Vientos, uh, one of their their top prospects, hit his first major league home run, so congrats to um, Vientos, which was the other highlight of the of uh, the game for the Mets and the last one because Degrom only went four innings. He he would proceed to give up a, a, a home run, a solo home run, which proved to be the game winner, which put the the A's. Uh, leading 5-4 and the the final score was 10-4. Uh the Mets fall to the um the Oakland A's to even up the series and now um DeGrom is now um 5 and 3 for the season and now they're hoping Scherzer can have uh uh you know a Max Scherzer type performance uh to make them at least you know leave Oakland um, you know, with with the victory instead of the sweep. And uh, you know, the Phillies didn't do us no favors this time. The Phillies won the first two games Thursday and Friday. Um, but today the Phillies were no help for the Mets as you know, as they as usual. And uh I I think the final score was six six three. So yeah, the Braves got back to their winning ways, and Mets Mets with got to salvage this uh, victory. So uh, what, what's your thoughts on the Mets, the currency of the Mets and their, their race with the Braves?
2: Well, right now that's a tight race in the National League, in the National League East right now. Um, I mean, the, the Braves were playing really good for a while there where it looked like they couldn't lose a game. Um, but they've kind of slowed down a bit. Um, Mets haven't taken advantage of it, though. You know, they, the Mets could have pulled away easily, you know, been up five games by now. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a tight race. It's going to go down to the wire between these two teams to decide who uh, wins this division. Um, you know, surely if whoever ends up losing this division, you know, they're probably going to end up facing possibly the... Who's who's? I think it's uh, is it the no? It's not the Brewers, is it? Let me, let me look and see the standings again. I'm forgetting who uh, would be the walk hard. Because you're gonna have to pay. Because this year you have to play, you have to play uh, an actual series. It's not a, it's not, it's not one and done. It's an actual. You have to win best set of three, right? This year,
0: mm-hmm. in the walk hard. Okay, yeah. so
2: it, yeah, it would be the well, actually, it be the Brewers or the Padres, one of those two teams. So whoever loses the, whoever doesn't win the division of National League East, you have to face either the Padres or the Brewers. Out of those two teams, you know, it's tough because both of them, both Brewers and Padres can be tough. But Mm -hmm. I I don't Padres have, I guess, the better pitching, so I probably wouldn't want to Mm -hmm. face them if Mm -hmm. I were either Mets or the Braves. So, um, I mean, you got to win the division, you know, just to make sure you don't, you don't, you're not in that scenario. And also if you're in that wild card series, you know, you're not going to be able to start your best pitchers, you know, mm-hmm. in the first few games of the
0: uh division series.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. so the Mets, you know, they've had a great year and they got to top it off by winning this division. You know, they cannot go into a wild card series because, you know, it's going to be tough. Mhm. It'd be very tough. So uh yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. But today was not a good day for the Mets. Mm. From, uh Angel Hernandez, you know, the ground not pitching well. So, yeah, you just got to move on and uh, see. what's us what, you guys won f- yesterday, right? Didn't you give them yeah. an ass whooping the other day? Okay.
1: Yeah, they yeah we worked on uh, what was it nine to
2: two. Nine yeah, to you two, guys beat but... them like how I are, do the girls on uh, in, in on vacation? So, <laughs> so hopefully tomorrow you guys go to win the series. Well,
1: hopefully they, hopefully they, um, they'll win uh, tomorrow and see what happens. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: But um, yeah, sh- shifting gears. Um, yeah, um, I don't know if you um, sort got a chance to see any of the um AEW Dynamite event that happened on uh. Wednesday night. I mean they also had a uh, Rampage on, I didn't. on Friday. But
2: yeah. I
1: did not. Well here's here's what happened on uh on Rampage on Wednesday night. Uh Sting and Darby Allen defeated the House of Black minus uh Malachi Black, you know, formerly known as Alistair Black 'cause he um he he um he um got his um request to be released. Um Hook in and Action Bronson defeated Angela Parker and Matt Menard from the Jericho Appreciation uh, Society. Samoa Joe and Rod Lowe defeated Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Sammy Guevara defeated um, Eddie Kingston because um, um, Eddie Kingston um, choked out Sammy Guevara but he didn't um he didn't rel- rel- include, he didn't take he didn't get rid of the, the hold. The match was over, so they reversed the call. Uh Jade Cargill retained the T B S championship by defeating uh Diamante. And um uh what was I gonna say? Uh, Trina after the match, um, she she slapped Diamante if, when she was, um, you know, coming to the ring with her. But now she tur- she she slapped because, her. Yeah, bitch like Diamante, a bitch slap. Yeah, basically. Uh, oh shit. After Diamante, you know, lost the match, so now Trina is allied. I guess she's an honorary baddie. Uh, that's what uh, Jay Cargill uh, calls like, her her woman faction. Well, um Hangman Adam Page won the golden ticket Battle Royale, which is essentially a Royal, Royal Rumble match. And he will face John Moxley for the AEW title on October eighteenth. Um, in uh John Moxley's hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. And Ricky Stark's uh defeated Powerhouse Hobb in a lights out match. Oh yes, in uh, in the um the Sting Darby Allen match after they, you know, after they um defeated, um, you know, the House of Black, uh Sting's uh, former rival, the Great Muda, uh, made his uh AEW uh debut and uh he helped out Sting, um when he was getting uh, attacked by the um the House of Um the House of Black. And then also the other bigger um news, oh actually that was on Rampage I should say. That was Rampage on Friday night. Uh but the even bigger AEW news was um was what happened on Wednesday night. A lot of a lot of title changes happened uh that day. Uh Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE, she made her her um AEW uh debut. Uh, Chris Jericho, he defeated Claudio Cazanoli, formerly known as Cesaro, to capture the ROH Championship. This is Chris Jericho's eighth uh, title reign as a heavyweight champion. He's calling it the Ocho. Um, The Acclaimed, they defeated Swerve in Our Glory, which uh, had uh, uh, Swerve, Strickland, and Keith Lee as the champions, but now the claim regained the title again to be the new AEW tag team champions. Um, which the fans were like um they were a buzz in that game, in that uh in that match. They they were really pulling for the the acclaim. I mean they claim like last year they were like a really hated uh tag team, but now they're they are fans' favorites and now they uh, enter, They come into the ring with uh, Billy Gunn as their manager after uh, they had the feud with uh, Billy Gunn's sons. Uh, and now now he's allied with them. And then you have Pac defeating Orange Cassidy to retain the All-Atlantic Championship. Tony Storm defeated uh, Britt Baker, Athena, formerly known as Amber Moon, Serena Deeb, who of course was in the um, um, Straight Edge Society with CM Punk like about a decade ago um, to retain the the term AEW Women's Championship because Thunder Rosa got injured and they had to vacate the title so um, Tony Storm as a result won that title but she retained the title um, you know at you know Arthur Ashe Stadium on Wednesday night. And then that's when uh, Soraya, again, formerly known as Paige, made her debut. And, you know, she did, you know, she was, you know, yelling, this is my house. Like she, you know, she did in her WWE days and celebrated in the ring with Athena and uh, Tony Storm. Um, and then not, but not um, last but not least, you had John Moxley defeat Brian Danielson to be the new AEW champion. Um, after the title was vacated, um, after CM Punk's um you know injury and um possible suspension when he had that um backstage um brawl with um with the elite and some other members uh after the, the pay per view was over um backstage um so yeah, so John Moxley he regains the title back. and he defeated his uh current um Black Blackpool Combat Club uh member uh Brian Danielson. So John Moxley is yet again the um the AEW champion. So, you know, congrats to all the winners. You know, who, who won yeah, congrats during this uh grand slam event.
2: And then you shift over to the WWE. So Moxley is the champion. So I uh, and I heard people talking about the big match with him and Daniel Bryanson. Mhm. So um that's what you were talking about, right? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they
1: they're they're both part of the the Blackpool Combat Club, uh which is a group they founded in honor of William Regal, who's their manager. It has it has um Moxley, it has Danielson, it has Cesaro, who's you know who, he was going by his real name, Claudio Castagnoli, and they have Wheeler Yuta okay. on that group. So, um, yeah. So now, um, Cesar well now Cesar now known as Claudio, his his real name, he lost the title of Jericho, the the Ring of Honor title. 'Cause uh, Jericho um I think Jericho low blowed him and then hit the Judas effect to uh to um gain the ROH title. And um and then uh with the vacated title, John Moxley won it back, which I felt was a um as much as I'm a fan of Moxley, you know, I I thought it was a failed opportunity to put the title on uh Brian Danielson. I mean he hasn't won the, the AEW title yet. Moxley, this is like what Moxley's third time he won. He won the AEW title. You know, I. I mean, to me, it would have made more sense to put on Brian Danielson and then have, you know, um, him fight uh, MJF because MJF um, won that Casino um, title um, match a few weeks ago to be the number one contender. Essentially, he has like a money in the bank. Um, yeah. Scenario, so he could cash it anytime he wants. So it would have made more sense for him to have that opportunity to go against Brian Danielson down the wor- down the road, and him cash it against him. But um, that's something that you know we'll see what, what will happen. So as of right now, um, you know Moxley is going to be facing. Um, what Was I going to say Hangman Adam Page? um in his hometown in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then, you know, you got MJF lurking in the shadows to try to um to uh win that title. His first ever title in AEW after threatening for I mean for what over a year that he's gonna he's gonna leave WD, go to WWE. So who knows, whenever his contract goes up, so we'll we'll see what happens with that but um yeah let's um shift gears to um Cobra Kai season 5 man uh, what wh- what do you think what do you think about the season overall and do you think if you think it's the best season of of all time of this series so far
2: and if so why uh yeah i think it's the best season so far in this uh in this in this series uh, the reason being is that Silver is probably the greatest villain, you know, more so than Crease.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, was even in the the, the uh, Karate Kid, Kid films, I think, Kreese, I think Silver is like by far the biggest nemesis for uh, for Daniel's son. Mhm. you know, and in this in this season i mean he was just like he was in darth vader mode almost this guy uh-huh. you know um i mean there was so much going on in this season more so than other seasons i mean mm-hmm. you had you you had crease locked up in jail in prison oh, yeah. trying to escape you had terry silver trying to expand the cobra kai uh, and recruiting more students and um him trying to uh make Daniel's life miserable. Uh yeah, Daniel and Chosen trying to take down silver. You had Matt Barnes. They brought him back and he's now working in a furniture Mike store.
0: Barnes.
2: Mike Barnes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you know, that Mike, basketball player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mike Mike Barnes, I meant sorry. So you had him uh, make a return, um You had uh, Miguel trying to locate his father uh, in Mexico. It was in Mexico, right? mm -hmm. Um, And you had uh, Sam trying to, um, um, unsure about her relationship with Miguel. Um, Yeah, so there's so many storylines in this, uh, you know. It it just kept you, like, I, I, like, you, you couldn't focus on just one storyline because there was so much going on this season. And that's what made it so great. Because, it, it, you know, it didn't, it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't confusing. But it just kept you in anticipation of what, what's going to happen next with this storyline or that storyline, you know? And, um, I don't know, just, just the impact of Silver making Cobra Kai this dominant, tr- trying to make the, the Cobra Kai much bigger and dominant than, than it was. I mean, that was pretty impactful, you know, in this, in this season. And yeah, I mean, he, he was like in Darth Vader mode. Like I said, I mean, this guy was like a, like the biggest nemesis that we've ever seen in any Karate Kid slash Cobra Kai season ever, you know, more so than Kreese, more so than Mike Barnes, more so than, than uh chosen. than chosen or more so than johnny, uh, johnny lawrence back in the uh, karate kid one you know i mean this guy he was almost unstoppable i thought you know it, it took a uh beat down from uh daniel at the end there to finally take him out and him then finally getting arrested also um but yeah no this season had it all man i mean the storylines the action the presence of Silva – um, whether or not he's going to be taken down or if Cobra Kai is going to expand even more. I mean, there's so many things that, that just kept you anticipating and just uh, kept you want, you know wondering what's going to happen next. And that's what made the season so great. So I, I think it is the best season that we've seen so far in this Cobra Kai series.
1: Yeah, man, I'm with you, bro. I mean, I think it, I, I agree with you. I definitely think it's the best. Uh, season, hands down. Basically, what we saw was, what w- we saw a, a, a scenario, what would have happened if Silva would have won Karate Kid 3, the tournament, with Mike Barnes, what what the scenario would have been. And yeah, we saw that nightmare scenario come true. You know, yeah. uh, basically he, he, he conquered the Valley and he had all these dangerous um, senseis, including the granddaughter of The of the sensei that taught uh, him increased the um, the Kai style. I mean, it was great, and there was so many, like you said, there's so many things to unpack. Um, uh, with that season, Um, you had the 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 dream matchups, you know, uh, of of Choizan and and um, and Johnny teaming up. And you know, reminiscing about what they hated about uh, Danielson in the movies, and how you know they gained to respect them. So I mean, it was just a great. It was a. It was just a great callback, and then you had Mike Barnes pop up, yeah, and yeah.
2: um, and he's so he, like uh, he's so the not, it's not it's unlike not the Mike Barnes that we saw in Karate Kid Three, where he was a bully and
0: mm-hmm.
2: being uh, vicious. Mm-hmm. He's really mellowed, and he's uh, more focused on his business and his mm-hmm. family life, and then Daniel and Silva enter his life again and completely ruin it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, uh,
1: the funny thing is, it's like that last the last episode, which, I mean, my goodness, we're going to dive into that. Like, when they kidnapped him in the, the, the penultimate episode, you know, I was like, "Who's this person?" And then, like, once they were before they reveal, I'm like, "Wait a minute, it might be, it might be Mark Brian- Mike Barnes." Because they didn't, they haven't um showed him. You know what I mean? Like it was, and sure enough, it was him. Like it was, it was, it was just a um, an awesome, awesome se- season finale. But I'm i I'm gonna dive more into that. But yeah, another thing I loved, you know, other than the dream matchups, you know, um, of uh, you know, and the fighting between you know Silver and um. Mike Barnes and um and and Johnny Lawrence and Choi and all that all that stuff was the um the addition of um the girl the love in, was it Amy the girl the girl he liked in uh, his friend slash potential love interest from the Karate Kid Kid Oh yeah
2: right
1: by default she was the she's the worst of his his um his love interests not because
2: oh uh, uh, well, I, I mean worse yes yeah. looks
1: you mean because. What do you, uh, you mean? Looks or no, no? I mean, romantic wise. Oh,
2: okay, okay.
1: Because I, and I'll tell you why why that happened. Because uh, you know, I always thought it was you know, other than you know, um, Kumiko and uh, and um, Ally. You know, it was more of a platonic relationship, and then I found out maybe two two years ago why. The reason why he casted her and she was she was sixteen and and at that time he was probably like twenty five so, um, that that's the reason like they I mean they shouldn't in retrospect they shouldn't have casted an underage girl to be with a a dude you know a, a grown dude you know, but what they did what like the really,
2: like relationship in that Karate Kid three though was ambiguous like you couldn't really. You couldn't really tell what was going on there if they were really friend, if they were a friend or if they were if they were relationship they don't, they didn't really make that clear in, in that in, in Karate Kid Part Three what they were. Well,
1: yeah, exactly. but that was the re- that was the be- behind that was the reason why because it was like they were teasing like they were dating they were dating but you could see it was more a platonic kind of thing you didn't really see the um the feelings that he had he had strong feelings for Kumiko and and um Ali, which basically his feelings for Ali is what caused his his decades long feud with uh Johnny all those all those decades. You know? But yeah, that was the re- the reason behind it. But what well, they uh, did, I gotta correct oh, you that
0: Johnny's
2: yeah. feeling for for uh Ali is what caused the feud with Daniel. That's, well, that's both that's, of them. You know? It's both of them 'cause he
1: liked her he liked Allie too and and Karate Kid one. He liked her too. He liked her too, and Johnny liked her. Like both liked her, and Johnny couldn't let go as she moved on, and Johnny was pestering him, and you know, that's what caused the, them liking Ali and them, you know, feuding over it is what caused their their, their feud that they they finally got rid of. You know, um, a couple of seasons in, into um, uh, Cobra Kai, probably season three was, was that was the season when when Ali came in, right? I don't think she came in season four. I think that
2: was season three when she... Yeah. Uh, uh, wasn't that, she, she, that was season two and three, wasn't it? No, no. Did she three, make yeah. an appearance in another season also?
1: No. She only popped up for, like, those couple episodes. Oh, no, I think, he, I, think
2: she was, I think he was texting her. Yeah. He was, yeah, like, texting her and seeing right, her. Like, right, right. That's they what happened. Something like that, yeah. She
1: texted... She, um, Facebook friended him. I think she messaged him. But but the the actual you know Elizabeth Shue actually um, reprising her role was was season three. Um, and I heard that at that time they didn't even know if she was really gonna if she was gonna reprise the role. But it actually worked out that she was able to do it, and you know it fit perfectly with the um, yeah. Which is kind of odd because if she I mean she messaged him and then there would have been no 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 uh, payoff with that. I mean that would have been yeah. That would've been kind of lame, but yeah, like I was going, getting back to um, season five, uh, they totally redeemed the situation because she she ended up being um, you know his wife's cousin, and you know basically that's how Daniel and his wife meet through her, and I don't know if you rec- I don't know if you recognize her at first uh, when it happened because um when when they introduced her in the in the episode because you know i was watching the thing and then when she when she when his when his wife daniel's wife was talking about uh silver and she had the reaction of of tom i mean of of uh, of silver then i'm like oh wait a minute and then that's when i remembered that's when i recognized it was her you know what i mean by just her reaction of what is Silver doing here, or something like that? And then after, of course, they showed the when she was explained, they showed the flashback. So that right there, I mean, that shows you the the brilliance uh, of uh, Cobra Kai, the creators uh, and their passion for the series. Yeah. And then another thing I loved, I mean, other than well, this happened in the the season, the season, the series, the season finale, I should say, was um was yeah, the Quicksilver. He basically used what Silver used for his harm for his good, like all the stuff that Silver taught him, so that he could be a weaker opponent. He he turned the tables on Silver and used it against him. Like that was that was like pure genius, and just that basically made Daniel go back revert to the way he was, because of course the earlier seasons Daniel Daniel was portrayed as the villain you know because we were seeing it through johnny's perspective you know especially once the show came back and then of course a few years ago there was that theory that daniel was the the villain of the the entire trilogy and then you know the first couple of seasons of especially the first season of karate kid i mean cobra kai fed into that theory you know because we saw daniel on a different side but it was this season is where you actually saw Daniel revert back to his his old self, his impulsive self, less like Mr. Miyagi as he you know he he's been you know all the training that he learned from Mr. Miyagi you know he he was a more a more centered, balanced character, whereas Johnny was off the handles you know, but this season with with Terry Silver is driving him over the edge and then confronting his fears uh of facing um silver and um using quicksilver against silver like oh man that was that was poetry in motion right there
2: yeah yeah what did, was... i mean what did you think of the um
1: the him using silver the quicksilver on silver
2: yeah no i thought it was genius i thought it was a genius plan and uh you know, at the end there, it made it seem as though we lost Crease again.
0: Because mm-hmm.
2: if you remember, like when the series started, it was it was believed that Crease was dead. You know. Oh yeah. And now, uh, and also. Yeah. And yeah. three. He thought he was dead, yeah. And now, uh, at the end of this season, we thought, okay, he's dead because the guy stabbed him.
0: Mm-hmm. But he
2: uh, he faked his own death in mm-hmm. order to escape, and now he's going to try to. He's gonna to try to uh, regain control of Cobra Kai again, so we're gonna see how that goes. But yeah, no, this this season six. I can't now. I can't wait for this next season to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as of right as of right now, there's they
1: haven't officially announced that there's gonna be a season six. But I mean, it would be foolish if they canceled the season. I mean, as hot yeah, as I got the season, it. I, because the they also has- have a
2: movie coming out as well. So, mm-hmm. right. so we'll we'll see, but. I I I expect it to to be renewed, mm-hmm. and uh, we still have to see uh, what's her name, Hillary Strength or Rosa Rose? Yeah. Pierce. Yeah, to help the uh, the female uh, the, the female students. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah that that's yeah. like that's like the only thing that's remaining that they they that
0: yeah.
1: they need to do. I mean, this season was so great that they could have just ended it off like
2: this the series. I mean, like like that. And yeah, actually, been... you know, if it ended, if it ended like this, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually wouldn't be mad. I mean, it's five seasons, it's had a good run, mm-hmm. and we've pretty much seen most of the main characters that we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So, with
1: Chris getting out of prison, that that opens up the re- uh, a reason for for season, a season six. If he was locked up behind bars with 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 Silvers there would have been a, a like a you know a completion yeah. uh, of the story but him breaking out it, it does it does leave something uh... to see what's he gonna do because uh... johnny and daniel ouch bang my head <laughs> uh... they basically you know screwed him over when he cooperated cooperated with them yeah. so yeah man this this was like a phenomenal Phenomenal season, man, and I hope I hope uh, you know Hillary Swankin uh reprise her role, yeah, and then we could see. Um, and I assume they're going to explain that she wasn't able to come to the funeral because um, if she if she was at the funeral and he was there, I mean, like it it would make more sense for her not being able to to come for whatever reason, or you know maybe she was, felt so much grief she didn't want to come. You know, come over there or something. Or, or I mean, for them to have that that moment, because it kind of remind me of uh, um, what was that show again? Um, the um, no, not Mandalorian. Um, sorry, what's the name of the show again? Boba Fett show, the book of Boba Fett. How they had Luke and Ahsoka meet, but unfortunately, the fans were robbed of the opportunity of seeing how they first met each other because that's what the fans really wanted to see because um, Ahsoka was basically like an aunt to him, even though prior to the book of Boba, they've never been seen in any, you know, any form of uh, media, whether it's animated or, or, or TV show or video games. They've never, they, they never appeared on screen with each other. So, you know, with this season six of Cobra Kai, they have the potential of actually showing how they 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 both meet each other, because it would be weird that they met, you know, other than the funeral that they they could have met each other and the fans would have been deprived of that moment. You know, we'll we'll see what happens in the future.
0: Yeah,
2: I hope it comes back for season six. Wait,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: mean,
2: this was a great season. What more? Oh, yeah.
1: You know, we'll see what happened with Cobra Kai. You know, with basically it looks like everybody left, all the kids left. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Um, anything else you'd like to say before, you know, we head out of here?
2: I don't know. Check out your local listings for my show, uh, iMac, and come back here check out Sports of Religion every Saturdays at 11. Only on Box Hulk Radio.
1: <laughs> Hi, man. You heard the man. Check out Mac's uh, show, iMac. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And, of course, check out um, Sports Urban Legend. Every Saturday is at 11 only on the talk, um, talk radio. So he's, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo. And, again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad you guys were able to check out this episode. Feel free to check out past
2: episodes. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Peace.